Welcome to the Christ Church Vienna podcast, gathering the theological and liturgical resources of Christ Church, the Anglican Church in Vienna, Austria. For more information about the ministry of Christ Church, visit us at ChristChurchVienna.org. You are now listening to the sermon from March 14th, 2021. May the words of my mouth and meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Smack in the middle of Lent, the Church of England observes Mothering Sunday. Today is also called Refreshment Sunday or Letaris Sunday. And Letara is a Latin word meaning rejoice. And the Latin word points to the pre-Reformation origins in the undivided Church of Western Europe. How did this Sunday, the fourth Sunday of Lent, acquire its Latin name, you might ask, Letara? Letara is reference to the opening antiphon assigned to that day and is taken from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Rejoice with Jerusalem and be glad for her, all you who love her. Rejoice with her in joy, all you who mourn over her that you may nurse and be satisfied from her consoling breast, that you may drink deeply with delight from her glorious bosom. Today is a moment in Lent to let up briefly the rigors of this Christian season. It is a day to remind ourselves that we are putting ourselves through the rigors of Lent for a reason, namely our present and our future are secure in God and our past can be forgiven, while knowing that we are called to a better daily living. Underlying our Lenten discipline, you need to trace it. There's thankfulness and rejoicing. Today, as we let go a little, as we rest in God, in what God has accomplished for us and for all creation, the God who gives direction to our lives, we rejoice and give thanks. On Mothering Sunday in England today, children honor their mothers with flowers, cards, handcrafted gifts, possibly even making breakfast and helping their mothers in the house, wanting to make them feel special, wanting to say thank you, often directed by some wise relative. Reversing the roles of parent and child for a day, Children become prime carers. Mothering Sunday will have many sides to it. Boiled eggs that aren't boiled or boiled so hard, they may not exactly be a treat, but mother must put on a brave face. And we've just been looking at some slides together, Lucy and I, and there is such a slide of the children bringing their mother some treats on that morning. But not everyone has had a good experience of mother, and not everyone has had a good experience of parents, and that must be acknowledged. We had a woman in our congregation, now passed away, for whom Mothering Sunday was never a happy day. She was adopted, and she never knew her mother. But there is another side, and it's one that was articulated by my brother when he had his own children. Then he could appreciate, really for the first time, what my parents, and particularly my mother, 
were able to accomplish for him. And then he would say something like, now I have an idea of how much it cost our parents to be our parents. I am in their debt, and how did they do it? And he's probably still wondering to this day. I've spoken briefly about the framing of this Sunday in England as Mothering Sunday. Now let us turn to the gospel set for today before touching on the epistle. The gospel fits well, and possibly looking at it from a distance, we can better appreciate what is happening here. We can adjust our focus slightly, not focusing on the horror, but the gift in the horror of that Good Friday, to see the beauty in Good Friday, the beauty that it is for us, the reason we rejoice and give thanks. Jesus is nailed to the cross. It is Good Friday. At the foot of the cross stand Mary and John. Jesus sees them. What does he do? He gives them to one another. He says to John, here's your mother, and to Mary, woman, here is your son. He is giving them to one another. He is binding them to one another. It is a sign, and it is one of intimate relationship. We can't know for certain, but we do know that he took her in his home, and possibly Mary and John together then flew from Jerusalem and went to Ephesus. There is this tradition that they lived in Ephesus. Okay, that happened. Now, what about us? What does this have to do with us, this moment from the cross? Remember the question asked of Jesus in the synagogue in Capernaum? What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Question that we might be asking ourselves, and it is a question, of course, we should be asking ourselves every day. What do you want of me, Lord Jesus? Well, actually, God wants quite a lot. It may sound extraordinary, but we are given to one another. And one of the images used of the church is that of family, one family in Christ. The church is also sometimes referred to as mother church. The language of brothers and sisters is also used. When we are baptized, we become members of one body. We are set in relationship to one another. We become dependent on one another. We are given to one another. We are to nurse one another. But there will be times of turbulence that will arise. But not break the bonds of fellowship, for this is the extraordinary thing that we must learn. They cannot be broken at a human level. Of course, they can be broken, and they're being broken all the time, but not in God. We are members of one another in God, because what God has done and achieved in Jesus Christ. Our measure is always Christ, who invites us every day into a new way. My ways are not your ways. As Rosie knows, I'm reading a science fiction novel 
intriguingly entitled The Book of New Strange Things. You might ask what the title of the book, The Book of New Strange Things, refers to. The book is the Bible, which tells of the strange ways of God amongst creation and amongst humanity. My ways are not your ways. It shows another way. And as Christians, we come to believe that it is a better way. We are made, created through God's work to live in community and in fellowship by baptism, God's work within us. Our second reading admonishes the Christians in Colossae to put on, to cloak themselves in five virtues, to put on Christ, you might say. And these are spelled out. They are compassion, kindness, humility, meekness, patience. And all these are underlined and cloaked by love. These the Colossians are urged to put on. These we are being urged to put on. They are to shape us. And they contrast with impatience, pride, hate, bitterness, and contempt. And you can find, if you look, how each of those words is matched by some kind of quality, some revelation of God's self in Jesus Christ, which I have listed here. You can find them, you can trace them, and that's why it's important to know well the story of Jesus and how all the evangelists tell it. People in relationship, people following the example of Christ, people baptized in the body of Christ, people given to one another, and there is much they have to endure, undergo, withstand together as they live with difference, but united, always united by God, by God's grace, wills being informed and changed by God's revelation of self while being modeled by Jesus' example. Living towards his last heartbeat, his death on the cross, Christ continues, do you see that? Towards his last heartbeat, his death on the cross, Christ continues to the very last to minister, to minister by putting people into relationship with each other, foreshadowing thereby what the reconciling work of God will accomplish. And what I've taken from that picture, and I took it also from Pope John Paul II, we can and we must and we shall minister until our last breath. We will not only be nursed and cared for, but we will nurse and care until our last breath. This is our vocation as Christians. God in Jesus makes, creates people to be one in relationship to one another in a new way of being, acting 
and doing. He unites people across the divides of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Indeed, this is the fullest way of life on offer. You can go and look and travel the globe, but I say to you, this is the fullest way of life on offer. And it is, and will always be, a new, strange thing. Amen.